0: Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network.
1: me I've been locked out of hell. A mix of today's hits and hard-to-find favorites combined with the most entertaining and intriguing talk anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at UPNRadio.com.
0: She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray.
1: Hi, welcome. Welcome to today's show. And, uh, of course, Live, Love, Thrive is sponsored by 360karma.com. And uh, every week we have on incredible women, as you know. 360karma women, to me, are women that are successful ladies that are giving back and paying it forward. And that surely is our guest today. They are the project directors for 50 Women Can, that's 50 Women Can Change the World. They are dynamic, and I'm so happy. Please give a warm welcome to Tabby Biddle and Elisa Parker. Hi. How hi. Are you? Thank how you for having us. Oh, my gosh. You guys have so many titles. That so I many had to, titles. I had to zero in on this great initiative you're doing called 50 Women Can. But let's talk a little bit about what you all do besides that, and then we'll talk about the initiative. So. Alisa, I know you have your own radio show up in Northern California. We're so happy to have you down in LA
2: today. Uh, I know you can't
1: come down quite often. I do yeah. I do? I've been. This- I know. I often
2: joke too, Catherine. I think for both Tabby and I, or really all of us as women, I could have a deck of cards with all the different traits and talents and skills that we provide, and be like, pick a card, whichever one that's the one you're supposed to have. Yeah. And for this one, yeah, 50 women can change the world in media and entertainment. Um, we're really excited about this initiative. Uh, Yeah, I'm the co-founder of See Jane Do, which is a media platform to capture the stories of everyday women doing extraordinary things, and it incorporates um, a grant-funded radio program. And uh, special events, media lounges, and working in women's leadership. And that's actually how the Tabby and I connected. Met. We connected at Maria Shriver's Women's Conference in the press tent I about nine that. years ago. On mm-hmm. the red carpet. Mm-hmm. On, the, On red the red carpet. On the red Yeah,
1: one of the few women at that time, you, you were both writing about women's empowerment. We were. So you guys have been at this from the beginning and really before this big women's movement has really gotten started. Um, And Tabby, of course... you do so many things. I first uh, connected with you because you train women how to do TED Talks. Mm-hmm. We all know not enough women do TED Talks. And for those that don't know what that is, Google it. <laughs> but uh, they're amazing talks done all over the country, all over the world, all over the world. Uh, mm-hmm. that are game-changing. And you have a great training program where you train women how to cultivate a great TED Talk and how to actually get it um Accomplished, signed up. Uh, I know I remember sending you my friend Beverly Hyman Feed, who's mm-hmm. in her 80s. Uh, she's written three books. She's amazing. She's survived stage four cancer for like 15 years. And uh, she went to you and cultivated her TED Talk. And then next thing I knew, she was doing her TED Talk I in New York. That. I was yeah. like, yeah. Beverly yeah. her I that. that. Yeah. So, and you have a book uh, about finding your voice yeah. uh, as a woman. Um, and then coach and speak and, and do many things. Yeah, so You know a lot of things about me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's like half of the things. But, you know, that's the interesting thing. When you meet women that are moving and shaking and doing, right. they are wearing many hats. Mm-hmm. Many and hats. it's often hard on my show to cover everything that they do. So it's so interesting. There'll be people sitting on the sideline doing really basically not a whole lot and then the people that are doing something are doing way so mm. many things you know and it's right. like how do you all find a balance in your life because I know a lot of people say oh I don't have time to to do this or that but you guys or find people the will time. say
2: how do you do that all yeah how mm. yeah
1: so what's the secret you know
2: Ooh.
0: Mm. um My secret, and I can't say that I have it totally balanced, uh, but my secret is yoga every morning. That brings me to center. If Mm -hmm. I didn't do that, it would be chaos. Right. Um, And sometimes it still is chaos. Uh, I have a
1: five and a half year old son, a very engaged, active uh, young fellow. This is Um, a good day to uh, bring this up when you traveled in the rain from Santa Monica to get here on time. And he had a late, he has late start on Wednesday. So I dropped him at
0: 10 and then off I, I came. But um, I was, my Uber didn't show up. And, yeah, uh, right. You know, even a, though I
1: meditated and exercised and did all the stuff, you, you, I, like, that's how I ground myself in the morning. Mm-hmm. They say it's so important right. how you start your day yeah. sets the tone of your and whole And set day.
2: your intentions. Yeah. Like I often one of my friends taught me this great mantra you can ask yourself in the morning is like, I wonder what amazing things will happen today.
1: Oh, I love so that. So
2: all you have time for even is just for that one moment, I wonder what amazing things will happen today. And it's just a great way to set the intentions. Mm, that's awesome. And Open it up for Magic and Wonder, which for our initiative is like, um, certainly at least 25% of that is like wondering what's going to happen next because so, it's such a crazy... Already movement.
1: a golden nugget for our so, listeners. I love that. Great way right. to start the day. Um, yeah. So... so how did you all get involved in this Fifty Women Can initiative, and what is the Fifty Women Can initiative? I'm on the advisory board, so I uh, am blessed to be part of it. And uh, and and this is your focus is right now on Hollywood television and film. So tell everybody, you know what this, what you know how this became. Uh you know, how it came how to be yeah. women. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's ex- yeah, I'm sure people are curious.
0: Yeah, well we started um Elisa and I started as leadership ambassadors for a nonprofit organization called Take the Lead. And Take the Lead has a mission to close the leadership gap across all industries by 2025. Wow. So there are all these leadership ambassadors who work in different industries and uh, law, finance, healthcare media and entertainment, and to so forth. To put this
1: in lay terms, it's making sure more women are in positions That's right. of influence. And That's right. not just
0: more women, but 50-50, 50/50. men right. and women Absolutely. in senior leadership we our, we positions. We need
1: our man fans right. as and, well. Yeah. And I think most of my listeners know it doesn't matter what industry you look at. I don't care if it's tech, automotive, politics. We are about 15% or less of right. uh, the people in the decision-making. Yeah. And all we're saying is, it should be fifty percent women, or they're leaving a lot of talent on the table it's half and a lot our of population and a lot of good input that could imp- impact the world in such an important and positive way and
0: a right? real yeah. way to represent who mm-hmm. makes up our country. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, yeah. number one. I agree with you. We're leaving a lot of talent on the table. But number two, we're setting up a culture. If women are less than 18% in some industries, less than 15%, less than 5% in other industries, um, then we're really not creating a world where everyone can thrive. Right. Because decisions aren't being made to support their
2: lives. Right. Right? Right. So that's
0: really the the humanity aspect for me is what what drives me. Right. And, And,
2: you know, one of the reasons in just selecting media and entertainment, first of all, it's because it's the lane that Tabby and I are living in. And, you know, and also when we talk about what reflects our true population, we know that in media and entertainment, if only 9% of the storytellers are women, then how is that really reflecting who we really are? Especially, you know, I have two girls who are, one's a teenager and one's a tween. The media that we see is a reflection of how sometimes we show up in the world. So it's such a powerful influence um, honest, especially as women and girls. And so uh, Tabby and I met through, well, we we both came on with Take the Lead. I connected with Gloria Felt, who's the co-founder of Take the Lead about nine years ago. She's the former president of Planned Parenthood. This is a nonpartisan program, but I bring it up because there is this intersection right now of social change and activism, you know, politics, policy making, and of course, media and entertainment. And Tabby and I were looking at ways, Catherine, to shake up the status quo. Mm -hmm. We knew we couldn't do business as usual anymore Mm -hmm. to get the results that we wanted to see. Right. And almost
1: nobody's doing it better than you two that I know in my circle.
2: Well, it, it... it's one of our one of our power tools is embracing controversy right so we do that every day in this both in our own personal lives and of course with this cohort the 50 women cohort Mm -hmm. and it's been a phenomenal experience for us Um, but in shaking up the status quo we really realized that this achieving gender parity parity isn't about just You know, going into companies and saying, can we provide this for you? It's about movement making. Mm -hmm. And so for this initiative, it really was around redefining power, which is a big part of a vital part of Take the Lead. Instead of power over, power with, power to. Um, Of course, the leadership development and incorporating some of those power tools that I mentioned. Let let me back up just a little bit because I want people to understand. I think
1: sometimes it's a little confusing, like what's going on? Right. Right. How do we participate? So basically, I'm going to do the flip side of what you said. So okay. 92% of the writers in Hollywood are men. Mm-hmm. Let's put that perspective mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means the programming you see, the TV shows, the movies are all from a male perspective. Right. And what we're saying is, let's make it 50-50. And what you two are doing is focusing on television and film, which is One of the most important industries, only because what's disseminated out there affects all of culture. I've always thought television and film are the strongest modes of education to the public to really change things
0: yeah and that was really the inspiration for this because when we looked at when we looked at the larger goal of creating gender parity and leadership across all industries by 2025 we looked at okay we're here in 2000 at the time 2017 things are moving very slowly, Mm -hmm. very incrementally. We need to move things exponentially if we're really gonna meet this goal. And so what's the industry that has the most visibility and influence on our cultural consciousness, Mm -hmm. how we see ourselves, how we see others? media and entertainment. And of course, that's where our backgrounds are as well. Right. So to put that together and to, as Elisa said, not just go into company. I mean, that's one way to do it is offer leadership trainings within companies and to support the women in advancing their leadership. That's one way. But we wanted to see this another way where let's bring let's take women outside of their companies because we have women executives. We also have directors, writers, producers. So we have women who are working on set, women who are working in studios and networks at the executive level, let's take them out of their environments, bring them all together so we can create a sisterhood amongst women in the industry cross-section of uh, age, race, Skills and experience, right? Number of years in the yes. industry. And let's build something where we're not just wanting to get a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. We actually are the are, table. Are the right. table. Right. So,
2: I mean, we have, like Tabby said, executives, women who have their own media companies, producers, filmmakers, screenwriters, um, directors, women working below the line in production. It's interesting, too, Catherine, because we're now discovering that in those roles, they don't often talk to each other. And mm-hmm. so we've already seen the value of bringing them together to talk about, like, there are some of us who are like, or some of the women are like, you know, let's modify the system. We're going to burn down the system. And and there are others who are like, I'm in the system. I mean, we're all in the system. But, you know. Right. We're, and, and so it brought up, that example brought up an opportunity to have a conversation and, and when, a dialogue. And when you say
1: in the system, out of the system, let's explain to
2: people yeah. listening. Basically, you mean like
1: some of the women work at like NBC, CBS, yeah. big major corporations, and others are independent producers, but they all are work trying to work here in Hollywood That's and be right. seen and heard, and you're trying to give them a platform for that. And what it sounds like you're creating uh, from the outside, it feels like, you know, there's an old boys club in Hollywood mm-hmm. and you're kind of creating an old girls club but I always say nobody wants to belong to an old girls club but I call it like a bold girls club where you're going to connect and help each other too. It's been too much in the past of women not helping women that's right. and for th- my venture with 360 Karma and my vision and what you guys are doing and why I, I'm part of what you're doing is I really believe we have to change that culture
2: Yeah, and bright.
1: it has to be women helping women you can't be worried that you're the only woman in the room and feel like I don't want any other women in there because I want to be the only one you have to bring the other women into exactly. the room exactly otherwise and, you're in
0: that scarcity model yeah, right. and it creates that old story of women competing against and not yeah. supporting and that has to we have to eradicate that mm-hmm. and really does your
1: training yes it does, okay, so it your does training helps, helps take people out of that mentality right. and shows them how women helping women is beneficial That's to right. them
2: right because oppression I love that. oppression Misogyny. I mean, it exists in all of us. Mm-hmm. We've been living in uh, patriarchy for yeah, thousands our of years. It's in our culture. Yeah. So just as much as men, but often women, too. We yes. find ourselves getting back into these patterns of power over, of oppressing each other, mm-hmm. of thinking, you know, one of the other things. Um, Areas of my life, Catherine, too, is being one of the co-founders of Indivisible Women, which spontaneously happened. And it's one of the larger indivisible groups in the country with over 4,000 women.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Our number one thing is, like, engage where you're at. Mm-hmm. Like there's no wrong way to get engaged, right? Right, Because we like to compare ourselves to each other. And there's definitely you know? no lack of groups or events right. to attend if you just look a little bit. That's yeah. right. Um, I was just going to add real quick, though, yeah. the second part of that really is, though, how do we show up to support each other? How do we practice mindfulness mm-hmm. and be aware of those of, of those times when we start falling back into those patterns? And
1: here's what one thing I
2: think that sets
1: women apart is we do approach things a little differently a lot differently. And so it's so important to have both of the approaches at the table. That's right. right. And the companies that do that are the most successful. And so if they can really um, seem to, you know, be open-minded and and grasp that concept, that having more women in positions of influence and decision-making at their companies uh, actually make them more profitable, uh, then I think they're going to be on board. And it's it's educating people about these statistics and this research. but I think also, too, people might want to understand, well, how did we come up with these 50 women who are training? And so being on the advisory committee, uh, it was great to be a part of selecting, well, who are some real movers and shakers in this industry who would make sense to be among these trailblazers that we're yeah. going to educate and send back out into Hollywood? So you want to talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. Uh selection process and who some of these women are that are part of the 50?
2: Right. I mean, these are, we often say it's the 50 women can change the world in media and entertainment. We call it like the indie version of Time's Up. They are the women who for pretty much their lifetime have been boots on the ground, Mm -hmm. action and results oriented. This is their passion. This is part of their soul's purpose. Um, You want to give an example? For example,
0: Kamala Lopez, who... um, was a writer and director for the documentary Equal Means Equal, Mm -hmm. which is educating people about the Equal Rights Amendment and the fact that it was never ratified um, and that it's not part of our Constitution. And then the repercussions,
1: what that really means for us. Uh, And I I talked about this on a show a couple weeks ago. I think a lot of people don't even know that there's an equal rights amendment that hasn't been passed that needs to be passed that these millennials and everyone needs to get behind. That's right. That there it doesn't exist and it does affect the rights of of women and and, uh, just human rights equality.
2: Right. That's right. There are two states, two states that have not ratified the ERA. I know that's definitely the focus of some of our cohort. Um, well, there are more that there haven't ratified, but they just oh, need two right. states. That's right. We just need two states yeah. to and ratify. Ha, let's talk about how we selected these 50. So
1: people right. submitted uh, who they thought would be. Like I submitted uh, Val Madden from uh, Amazon because yeah. uh, I think she's an incredible woman that needed to be part of this. So it was people like that. We we submitted suggestions, and then uh, a committee, uh, the entire advisory board, looked at all the uh Uh, applications and narrowed it down to these 50, yeah,
0: right. and it was a big uh, piece for us to create a diverse group, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. racially diverse, age diverse, right. skills and experience diverse. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we made that very clear to both our advisory committee mm-hmm. um, and and to our team, our um, Fifty Women Can team, that that was a priority, and we were very intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we that's yeah, a
1: great cross section. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, writers, directors, young, right. old, uh, all ethnicities. It's, it's a beautiful mix. And we had mix. more,
2: uh, you know, this was a very much grassroots process and how we got the word out about this. I mean, you were it at was. our our soft launch event in October. It was literally literally three days before that was when the Harvey Weinstein debacle was announced. Yeah. It's been like we've been walking into the fire. Yes. And we had more applications than we had space for. Um, so many nominees of Fabulous Women they are extraordinary, extraordinary women, and we're just so grateful. Like you mentioned Val, for example, who works with um, Amazon right now. Um, you know, these these women really are uh, the ones who are taking the lead. And so yes. the two components, too, around this are they'll have their big intentions, like an individual action plan, because we want to see results. So when result you take them. them
1: and you are um – uh, taking them into this training. This yeah. is part of it. They have those yeah. Yeah. So two a four areas month, of focus. It's uh-huh. a four
0: month immersion where we meet um, once a month for the over the weekends. Um And we focus on these nine leadership power tools. Elisa referred to the power tools earlier. Mm -hmm. It's like the foundational piece is about changing women's relationship with power Mm -hmm. so that they're moving from the power over, you know, patriarchal paradigm that most of us grew up Mm -hmm. in in terms Mm -hmm. of how, you know, power used over, right? If I have this power, you can't have. Right. Over to a power two, which is an internalized, like, you already have the power, right? Yes. And let's look at how you're going to use it. Yes. And the nine power tools are ways that women can use their power that they already have. Right. Use it individually and use it collectively to make the, the, their their visions, their intentions come
1: into reality. I love that. Yeah. And I you, love you that. And that's what you're teaching right. them to tap into and to utilize. Right. And, and you right.
2: mentioned, Catherine, the importance and the value of 50-50. Part of this is bringing up the feminine. The media and entertainment industry is such a masculine-based industry mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. how do we bring into balance the feminine? And I right? heard if and, we didn't but, do right.
1: programs like this, it would take us a hundred over a hundred years right. to have gender parity. We don't have that so long. programs like this are essential yes. to uh, expedite this. Yeah, right. And it, that's why it's so exactly. important and, for and people to participate. Right. in and, and every, we go, in things. if we could, speak to
2: the collective part too. Um.
0: Well, let me speak okay. to something else first. What I was going to say about that is the programs like this, because they are moving, they're training women outside of the traditional patriarchal, you know, more male leadership. Style. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what's making the change because this women, if women are trying to operate in that style, n- number one, they feel inauthentic. Right. Number I was two, say that. they're actually cutting themselves off right. from their real power. Right. So it's like running in place. Yes. Right. That's why this type of program and this curriculum is so important because yes.
2: it is the game changer. Right. It is the status quo shakeup. Yeah. That's what we're hearing too. I, As Catherine and I are in the wonder of like what's going to happen with this group, to have. Women approach us and say, number one, to have this collective sisterhood that Tabby was speaking to for women to, you know, we have a cohort member who, as a result, this helped access her own personal power to greater level. She submitted her screenplay to uh, the Sundance Film Fest for women in film, and it was selected of hundreds and she is just so thrilled. And she and we hear like, it's because I have the support, right? Or one of the reasons I should say and yeah. having her back, we often say that we have each other's backs. And what's important, we model that a big part of this too, Catherine is how do we model the world we want to see? So that's collaboration and partnership. Yeah,
1: well, if you have a, a group of 50 strong trailblazing media women around you, you're going to feel more empowered in Hollywood, that's right? right than being a lone director exactly. or a lone writer, you know, just having that group behind you. There's just I would say power that's the secret, in that. The yeah. secret sauce,
2: really. Yeah.
0: I mean, some people think like, "Oh, you know, sisterhood." That's just you know a frivolous word or something. But it really is the the potent word. It yes. really is the yeah. the secret. Um, we have something um, in our curriculum that we call sister courage, which is really about number one, mustering up your own courage, mm-hmm. but then bringing another sister along, right, right. to yes. encourage her, to shine the light on her, to maybe. Uh, encourage her in, in a direction that she felt timid about doing, yes. you know, going for um, the certain financing. Yeah, because
1: or, uh, uh, a writer might not be as good at, you know, asking for money as, you know, a director. I, I You know, I... Right. I'm just making this up, but, you know, people have their different gifts. Right. And so to team up with people that have gifts that you don't, I always think is the key right. to success. It's what we, my uh, community is all about, and 360 we, and, Karma. Yes, it's like, yes. you know, it's about creating your fate with having a, a community of like-minded, purpose-driven women around you. Think of the so amazing
2: things you can accomplish. That's how we're
1: all connected with this mission.
2: Right. And so knowing yeah. that we have these amazing cross-section of skill sets in the group. The other component of this program is really um, creating a new blueprint a collaborative action plan, which I tell you, get 50 women in the room plus our partners and key champions, it's an interesting process. Yeah. Right? But it's really exciting, Catherine, to see what's starting to come out of that. So as this program, at least the immersion portion wraps up in May, we are so excited that we'll be announcing the collective action campaign that this group is helping to create together, tapping into all of their individual skills that light them up, you know, that, and that's a key part of creating I love change. That. yes. How do you show up in your... Personal talents and gifts. Yeah, and allow and yeah. giving
1: people a platform to be their authentic selves yes, and to yes. do what they love.
0: Exactly, that's and why we're it all here, together. right? Right. So yeah. it's like they have their individual strategic yeah. leadership action plans, and let's look at how that all relates to the collective and how we can all amplify one another's individual plans. Through the collective. I love so that. So that's the exponential
1: movement. Right. I love and that. And we're so
2: grateful you're part of this. Catherine. Well, me too. Awesome. And Catherine's I love what awesome.
1: you two are doing. And uh, I'm so happy to be a part of it. And if people want to get involved, the website is up. Uh, it's uh, 50womencan media.com. Right. And uh, so please visit. 50 womencan DashMedia.com, and also of course visit us at 360karma.com we'd love to have you be a part of these communities and to get off the sidelines and into the game it's a great time to be a woman wonderful things are happening thanks for being on ladies thank Thank you you so much we'll see you next week hugs and happiness bye bye (laughs)